All right, welcome to the Sportsy Show. I am your host, uh, Chuck P.J. Banner, because Mr. Kennedy can't stop saying my fucking government name. <laughs> Guru, Sean Kennedy, coming to you live from the basement, the cellar. Yeah, welcome to episode two. Thanks for all the likes on Facebook page, uh, the new Sportsy Show. Much appreciated. Keep them coming. Share it with all your friends. We're going to start a Twitter, at the Sportsy Show. At least that's what we assume it's going to be. We'll post some fucking news and some sports and some uh, UFC and some pro wrestling related information. Not by my liking. So let's start off with NFL news. Chargers wide receiver Stevie Johnson out with an ACL, so he's on the injured reserve. That that elevates Travis Benjamin, which works out to my advantage. In Dynasty it does, but uh, outside of everything else, Stevie Johnson wasn't a serious person to be worried about losing unless you're in some like super deep leagues or something like that stevie johnson's pretty much worthless well he's the number two number two wide receiver fantasy wise deep league only fantasy wise he is pretty much worthless i mean there's keenan allen there's the tight ends whether it be gates or hunter henry i think they don't know who they got at number two and then there's uh travis benjamin their new speedster guy that they took from cleveland yeah, he could be huge. I mean, he did pretty good in Cleveland with bums thrown to him, so now he's got a real quarterback going at it. So, And he's got another wide receiver that can go underneath to take the take the help, you know, the defensive help away from him. So he could actually be in line for, like, a pretty pretty good year. We'll just see if he's real or not real. It's pretty much up to him. Yeah, and, you know, there's, there's always Melvin Gordon, too. And Melvin Gordon could be really good this year. He trained in the offseason with AP. Rumor has, I mean, he looked great in his first preseason game. He had a huge run. He was fucking smoking people over. Gordon could be on cusp. Maybe everyone was a year too early on him. Or not even everyone, because honestly, I wasn't all about the Gordon hype train. In Dynasty, you got to be happy. Because honestly, I think if you're training with AP, and that's what he did all summer, was uh, training with AP, he's going to be going beast mode, I think. We'll see. I'm not saying he's AP, but I'm saying you might get a Doug Martin-ish year from him, which, you know, of what he did last year, which would be pretty awesome. I believe when I see it, because uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Your boy, Darrell Green Beckham, traded Uh, from the Tennessee Titans to uh, the Wasteland, Philadelphia, and now he's going to have the the great Sam Bradford. And it makes me nervous, because I do have him in Dynasty. And I do got to pay him, but now at this point, I feel like I can let him go and get him for almost nothing. Because, I mean, like, if Tennessee traded him away to bring in Andre Johnson to fill that spot, what's that say about him? No, yeah, what does that say about a rookie when you're bringing in a guy who couldn't play last year in Indianapolis and the Titans signed Richard Matthews in free agency? Yep. So that's, you know, an upgrade. But, but they literally have nobody, except yeah, for Walker. Well, who else do they have? Like, fucking Justin Hunter? Oh, who cares about that guy? Yeah, no, they got, They really don't have any anybody to throw the ball to and bring in an Andre Johnson ain't helping nobody. I mean, Andre Johnson couldn't get it done last year at all and had, uh, I mean, I think he, he was healthy for most of the year. And on top of it, I mean, it wasn't like the quarterback play was horrible once luck went out because other other players were still fantasy relevant on that team. He just was garbage. I just don't know what to think about Green at this point, whether I'm going to keep him or not. Well, they have no wide receivers as well in Philadelphia. They have Macklin. No. 
Oh no, Macklin it, is in Kansas, Kansas City. City. What am I thinking of? They've right. got an injured number one. I, I think it's Jordan Matthews. Jordan Matthews, that's who it was. An injured number one. Their number two is Ruben Randall, who, let's face it, couldn't be the number three in New York. Yeah. So now they expect him to be the number two, and now possibly the number one with Jordan Matthews. Well, out? Ruben Randall actually wasn't too horrible. Uh, wasn't like horrendous. He was actually like fantasy relevant the second half of the season. Uh, he was pretty Doesn't good. Mean he's good. No, well, I mean he was solid, but I mean he's not. He's going to a worse team, so that's. I mean he was what he was with the Giants, who weren't great by any means, but they still have Eli Manning. I think he's going to Doral Green Beckham. I feel like he's making a lateral move, going from a shitty team to a shitty team. The Titans have higher upside with a young shitty quarterback as opposed to the Eagles who got Sam Bradford who's just an older shitty quarterback now I am a Titans believer I like that team a lot they're stacked at running back they I think Mariota is legit I think he's gonna be a great player um he's someone and because of his running because he can run I feel like he is what they wish Colin Kaepernick was. Or I think he is what Kaepernick looked like in his you know, when they made their run to the to the championship game. I, I think I think that the Titans are gonna be legit. I think they're a legit threat to make a run at that team. I believe that it'll be uh good times are coming for Tennessee fans and I think it'll be coming starting this year. I really do. So by good times you mean your, your starting quarterback's going to play less than 12 games for you. No, not that. You can't even go and say that. Oh, uh, he played less than 12 games last year. All right, so he, that's one year, and they had a bad year. Maybe he could have played through some things. He's played one year. He's, he know. was rookie last year. I get it. The Titans are destined for good things. I just don't know who the fuck he's going to throw the ball to now. Yeah, I mean, okay, so they're destined for good things with no wide receivers and... And what? DeMarco Murray at running back? DeMarco Murray, and they took Henry, you know, the fucking... Another rookie running back that we're supposed to really believe in. Yeah, I think that the... I think Tennessee's legit, and I think that Tennessee wouldn't have signed DeMarco Murray had they known that that guy was going to fall in their life like that. What you're telling me is that you believe in Tennessee. I believe in Tennessee. All right, so do you believe that Tennessee can beat Indianapolis at all? Yes. You think they can yeah. split them? I think they could split with them. All right. I, I definitely think they could. You Everyone think, else in that division, I think, is garbage. So you think that Houston's garbage? Yeah. The division winners from last year? Yep. I think their defense is really solid, don't get me wrong, but I they have no... They got Miller, don't get me wrong. Did they get Lamar Miller? Yeah. They got Brock Osweiler? Yeah. And they have a good wide receiver? Yeah. Do we know what Brock Osweiler is? Absolutely not. No one knows. We have no idea. No one knows. He could be great. He could be horrendous. If he's horrendous, I think they're going to be bad because uh, I would I would argue that there's more game tape on Brock Osweiler than there is Marcus Mariota because Brock Osweiler's been in the league longer, so you can even how many games has Osweiler can, even started? Osweiler, I don't know if he's even started a game ever. I think he he played in eight games last year, which means he had to start games last year because Peyton Manning. Oh yeah, was that's out right. He did. He started against the Bears when the pathetic. Bears beat Denver. You're right. He did. I forgot about that game where they scored 10 points. Or it was 13. And they were up 13 to nothing and then lost, uh, I think it was like 17 to 13. 
I'm not trying to say that Brock Osweiler is going to be the guy to lead the Houston Texans to the playoffs again. But what I am saying is when you got a running back who could potentially be a top five running back and you've got a potential top five wide receiver. Osweiler's numbers last year, 1,900 yards, 10 touchdowns, 6 picks, 86 rating. It's not horrible. It's probably above league average, I bet. Um, I'm assuming. However, I'm going to go ahead and say that and I don't think I'm going out on a limb here that Denver's team was far superior to Houston. I think if you put him on Houston last year, you're it's not going to be it's not it's not good for him. It's not the so same who, type of thing. Who's better? Who has who has a better fantasy relevant year? Brock Osweiler or Mark Sanchez? I will put up any whoever the starting quarterback is for Denver. I will put up against Osweiler week in and week out. Yeah, I will. I think they have the much, much better team. I think the teams are built similar, but I think that they're good. You got to look in your eye now. Like, you want to make a bet here. So, Osweiler versus Denver quarterbacks. Denver quarterbacks versus Houston quarterbacks. If you're going to take all well, that's three fine. quarterbacks, that's fine. That's fine. Then well, I yeah, should whatever. be able to yeah. get yeah. the backups that okay. I don't even know who are backups right, right now. $10? Yeah. All right. Let's gamble. Winston plays more games than Mariota. All right. Ten bucks. All right. Done. <laughs> Let's gamble. All right. There's going to be a lot of betting. And that doesn't even matter. This, and for the record, if one of them goes out in the preseason, that still counts. Because more games. that's Because you're count, talking about injury. So injury at any point in time, if they end up not even starting week one because they're out. More games. More games. That's it. Speaking of games and potentially missing games, Marcel Darius, uh, the Bills' all-star defensive tackle, out four games, suspended the first four games because he failed a drug test for mm. marijuana. Bait. In that division, you cannot afford to be uh, missing those kind of games. You can't. No, not with not with that division. And in the first four weeks, they have the Ravens, the Jets, the Cardinals, and then the Patriots. And that's three. Patriots, they're going to be seeing... Pre Tom Brady though. Yeah, but it's still the So Patriots. it's gonna still be the Garoppolo led Patriots. Hey man, Garoppolo can handle it, dude. Garoppolo's Garoppolo with Bill Belichick's legit, just like <laughs> almost any other quarterback. So Hey, they did make Matt Castle uh, a millionaire. Yeah. And that's what I kinda think Denver just did with Osweiler is they got castled and the Kansas City and fucking they are the new Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know, man, almost. because Tom Brady is still Tom Brady, and Peyton Manning last year was not Peyton Manning. Like, for the first time ever, uh, Eli was the better Manning. Yeah, well, except for in the two Super Bowls that well, uh, I mean, Eli won. Eli is probably the best playoff quarterback outside of anybody. He's amazing. I don't He's know, Brady, Brady's probably one of the best quarterbacks ever. Yeah, Brady's the best quarterback ever. I'm not a Patriots fan, but how, you can't deny it. And yet he's suspended for nothing, really. I mean, the... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, like, the extreme logistics of it. Seeing anything like that. He's suspended because he challenged his boss. That's why he's suspended. He's not suspended because of the footballs. I've caught balls my whole life. And I and I can tell you... <laughs> <laughs> of course you've caught balls your whole life. Yeah, sick of dick. I was... Reading that 
a couple of active players in the NFL. Mike Neal, who's currently not on a team. Uh, Julius Peppers, Clay Matthews, and James Harrison. They face suspension if they don't cooperate with the NFL by the 25th of this month on based on the based on the Al Jazeera America steroid allegations. I think this whole thing is fucking bullshit and pretty much should just be considered noise, but how the fuck is the NFL really going to um, suspend these guys over something that basically people just said? I don't know a lot about it. They're all fucking you get caught, you're fucked. You don't get caught. Awesome. Real quick, before we get into any kind of fantasy talk or any kind of rankings talk or anything like that, if you are betting, I will say that a parlay with Glover Texture this week and the boy Nate Diaz is really good. It's looking like a, a nice, nice payout. Nate Diaz has slipped to even money right now. Glover's plus 160. You parlay him, you parlay him, you put a hundred on that, you're getting paid out four twenty. You're getting Damn. four to one odds on that. And I'm telling you, that is as good of a bet as you're ever gonna get for your money right there for what that is. You cannot beat that. Do not bet any money on CM Punk. Do not do it. But if you do want to get crazy. And you did want to make that a triple header monster of a parlay. And you bet 100. And I'm just saying, and, and all three pulled off, which the first two aren't locks by any means. However, they have stiff competition, but they're in good odds. You throw CM Punk in that mix, your $100 bet gives you 17 to 1 odds. Oh all right? God. 17 to 1 odds. You're getting paid out 1720 on a $100 bet for Phil, if you throw Phil Brooks in there. That's now, disgusting. if you want to throw the guy Phil Brooks is fighting in there, all of a sudden you're getting almost six to one odds. That's a pretty nice bet. Phil, however, Phil's, Phil's the big payday. If you want to get crazy and you want to try, try to hit that little jackpot, throw some money on Punk, Glover, and Nate. Mix them all together. You want to pull it safe? Take the two I told you and throw the guy that's going to whoop up uh, Punk, which is Gale. So, have you been paying attention to WWE at all? No. Do you know any of the matches that are happening at SummerSlam? I know, just the main event, because Brock Lesnar. Who do you think will win this match? Okay, so, Roman Reigns recently failed a drug test in the WWE. Brock Lesnar did not fail a WWE drug test. And it's going, but I, I hear you, though. That's kind of that's kind of Bush League on their department. So, what do you do? Do you still have him lose the match? I actually do think they're going to have him lose. I think they're going to have Randy Orton go over. But the reasoning for for that for me is that Brock Lesnar is on Raw. Brock Lesnar has a limited contract to where he shows up a certain number of days and he gets paid for that out of his contract. If he does extra time, I'm sure he makes extra money. I actually disagree. It could work in the reverse role where Brock Lesnar right now is as popular in the world, coming off the UFC 200 thing and his name being shouted and everything, that he's as big as ever. Brock is done in the UFC. He's done. He failed the drug test. He's going to be out two years minimum suspension. 
I could see him kind of rededicating a little bit, not quite going crazy, but maybe like, you know, Stone Cold-ish type towards the end of his career where he was around quite a bit, but he just wasn't, you know, wrestling so much. I believe Randy Orton will win is because they've just separated the brands. They've just made SmackDown a live television show. Now, the idea is you actually have to watch SmackDown. You can't just read the results three days ahead of time because it was filmed on Tuesdays but aired on Thursdays or Fridays. Alright, so now we're going to talk where we differ on our uh, rankings for the rankings coming up. On this episode, you want to do quarterbacks and running backs, or you want to just do one or the other? No, we'll do both. We got them right here. We got them right here. Quarterbacks? Yeah, quarterbacks, top 20. We both got Newton at number one. We got Wilson at number two. We got Rodgers at three. Who do you got for? I got Carson Palmer at four. That's where we start to, like, differ a lot. I got Palmer at seven. Not that you're, like, talking huge. You know, all those guys, they're all kind of within the second tier and stuff. I just think Luck, luck had bad luck last year. I think he'll be making good luck for himself this year. I'm going to be in the vast minority on this when I say Andrew Luck has peaked. We have seen Andrew Luck's best year already. That was a couple of years ago. I don't think we'll ever see Andrew Luck be that good again. I think people are always going to be chasing the potential of what Andrew Luck could have been. I disagree. I think we've yet to see the best of luck. We, I think there'll be better teams to be put around him. I think he's got a good squad right now. He's got a solid squad. They need to get a bet. Like, T.Y. Hilton's great. Don't get me wrong. He's he's good. But I just feel like that's the team that should have been trying to trade for Darrell Greenbeckham. That's the team that needs that big wide receiver. And I'm not worried about Andrew Luck's any kind of injury concerns or anything like that. This is, that was his first year having injuries. He's been really solid uh, outside that. You're going to see a huge year from Andrew Luck. He'll be right back in the mix with things. And that's why I have him top four. And the top four, for me, honestly, all could finish randomly throughout there. Well, it's funny because I say I'm, I don't like Andrew Luck. You know, like, how can I hate Andrew Luck? But I'm only two spots behind you. Right, you're So I'm not, really not that far behind not far. Who do you got at, uh, so, and you had Palmer, and, and I'm the same way. It's not that I don't like Palmer. Palmer is getting up there in age. Larry Fitzgerald, another year older. They do have a good offensive line. They got Johnson. How about, you know, the, and that's that was a big thing with me, too, is, like, how much are they going to really lean on Johnson? I mean, the guy looked phenomenal. I mean, he looked phenomenal as a pass catcher, and that was, like, a bright spot for him. But I think you could see them start going towards the run a lot this year. Part of the reason why I like Carson Palmer a lot more than I like Andrew Luck is because the whole team dynamic is better. They have a better defense. They have a better running game. They have better wide receivers. Yeah, no, I get it. He has the better team, but I think I, I just think that they're going to go towards the run a lot more as to where Luck is the Colts. I mean, by far. As where Palmer's not necessarily their best player. He has great players around him. Is where Luck is the best player. So I, I, I just think I just I like Luck more than him. Plus believe, and plus Palmer has had a lot of injuries. I believe in the Cardinals more than I believe in the Colts. Yeah, I agree with that. I just I just think and and that's another thing too, is they're in a tough division uh, not a tough division, but a division that can score. So they're gonna probably put them up. I think we're both the same at number five with Breeze. Oh yeah. S- six I got Roethlisberger. I got Roethlisberger at 10, so I mean, I'm like, I'm not too far off on that. The injury concerns me. 
Yeah, that's the only he's, thing. He's him. injured every year. If he plays, whether or not solid. he plays every game because yeah. of it, he's, he's also solid. he's he's going to be missing some of his players. I mean, he's going to be missing Le'Veon Bell for at least the four, first four weeks, and who knows if he's even going to be able to play because he could Josh Gordon himself right out of the league. Baked. That's true, but he does have Antonio Brown. Yeah, he and does Marcus have... Wheaton looked actually really good. He they he they he looked like the guy they wanted when they drafted him. Marcus Wheaton had a really solid year, and then they. Uh, I don't think he did. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league when he's healthy, and he's been one. Yeah, so so do I, but I I take health into consideration. So I mean, that's something that that's why I have Tom Brady at eight. So who do you got at number seven? At number seven, I've got Eli Manning. Eli, see, I got Eli Manning back a little bit. Eli Manning has embraced this role of let me throw the ball really fast a lot of the time. He still has Odell Beckham to go deep at least a handful of times a game. Yeah. No, if they connect once, that's money. No, yeah, it, it, it's true. I'm ranking for a two-quarterback league. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you're playing a two-quarterback league, then these rankings might help you. They might not. I don't know. At number eight, who did you get? You had Paul Roy. Who did you get today? No, I got Tom Brady because of the suspension. Other than that, if, if Tom Brady wasn't suspended, Tom Brady would be my number one quarterback. You know why? Because Tom Brady is a fucking quarterback and God. Yeah, no, he's he's phenomenal. Yeah, I got Brady at 10. I got him running out the top 10. I got Eli in front of him at 9, which I didn't like. I got Rivers at 9. I yeah. think Rivers is undervalued. Number 11, Romo. See, I have Romo uh, out of my top 20. I, I uh, don't think Romo... A healthy Romo, healthy does. I don't think Romo is gonna ever be healthy again. I mean, like yeah, the last two true. years, he's fucking broken his collarbone. And it's true. He cannot take a shot. He's old at this point. When Tony Romo inevitably goes down, who's gonna be the backup? Do they make a trade? Yeah, Do they make a I, trade for Josh I don't McCown? Know. I have no idea. I... Well, I got Blake Bortles at eleven. I the reason why I have him at eleven and not even higher on this list is because. I just don't trust the repeatability. Uh, are they going to be down by 40 points at halftime every game? No, I don't think they will be. I think they'll be better defensively. They, I think they'll be slightly better defensively, not like amazingly better defensively. Jacksonville, Jacksonville can win two games against Tennessee. Jacksonville can split Indy, and Jacksonville will probably get beat twice by Houston. I think Houston will win that division again, or has the ability to win that division, but... You know what? Anybody in that team can win the division outside of probably Tennessee. That's where we differ. That's where we're, we're so different. I have Bortles all the way at 19, and here's why. Just like last week when we talked to RG3 and we talked to players, there's two teams I don't draft off of. There's actually a few, three mainly. Now, that might prevent me in future years, but I'll tell you what. It's looked good for me so far. <laughs> you don't take Cleveland players. You don't take Jacksonville players, and you don't ever take Oakland players. You just don't. They're heartbreak city. They're franchises that continuously do nothing ever. They're horribly run. They're horribly owned. It's it's atrocious. You just don't draft off those teams. And you know what? Cincinnati used to be one of those teams. But Rob, your team's finally come around and is a contender year in and year out. Yeah, now they lost their number two and number three wide receivers. Whatever, dude. They still have A.J. Green, and they still have a couple of dope running backs, and they got Dalton, who the Red Rifle was legit last year. I have Dalton at 14, which I felt like I was a little bit low. I could have put him, I could have probably put him 
in my top ten almost is like kind of how confident I am in them. But they just run the ball so much and play and play uh, run the clock. If I'd have Dalton in my top ten if he didn't get injured last year. In recent injuries always throw me for a loop. I always want to take those into very big considerations. The, where do you got Tyrod Taylor ranked? Tyrod Taylor, I have his 18th. You have him as 18. I have him as 12. I like Tyrod. I think he's got. I think the Bills are got a pretty good offense. See, the reason why I Ryan Fitzpatrick played all 16 games. You know, Derek Carr played all 16 games. Matthew Stafford all 16. Jameis Winston all 16. Alex Smith all 16. The reason why I have those guys there is because I can rely on them. They played in every single game. Unlike Andy Dalton, 12. Tyrod Taylor, 14. Jay Cutler, 15. You know? How about Marcus Mariota. I have Matt Ryan at 22. You have him at 22? I have him at 13. 15 points a game, I... They had a lot of injuries. 15 points a game, dude, and you you have... you have Julio Jones. I know. And you have Devontae Freeman, who is catching the passes and making things go off, who I actually do not believe in, to be honest. But what he did last year, he still did it. I think it's a mirage, and it's not going to be repeatable. But Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I like, I like, I like He's Ryan. always had the pieces. He's never put together. He's, I he, think he'll he's get you it. the 15 every week. But you know what? I'll rather take a guy who can get me 18 every week or a guy who can get me, you know, 19 every week. Yeah, but who do you got behind him that's going to do that? I mean, who do you got in front of him? Who do you got in front of him that's going to average that? Who's going to average that? Yeah. Um, Based off of... I mean, like, within, you know, a few of them. You know, within, like, five, six people. Ryan Tannehill, 16. I don't believe in Tannehill. I don't believe in Miami. Alex Smith, 17. Alex Smith... Jameis Winston, 17. Matthew Stafford, 18. Ugh. I think he's right in there with all those people. I think he's there, and I think he can at least lead that second quarter. I think he could be the best of the second. No, I think he's the bottom of the... Or, or, I think he's the, the, the start of... So... He's like the start of the, the third tier of so, quarterbacks. So, Matt Ryan, top 20 quarterback rest of the, for the year. I don't think he is a top 20 quarterback. Care to put 10 bucks on him? Pretty confident with that. I don't think you're that confident. All right, Matt Ryan, done. Let's gamble. What I'm going to say, Sanchez slash Denver quarterback at 17. I think whoever's on that team, that team is way too good. That's literally a team that is going to win regardless. They are the same as they were with Tebow as in now, where that team can win Win-win. I'm not saying they're going to win a Super Bowl or anything like that, but that team's that their division's trash. I mean, you got Kansas City. Kansas City's good. Kansas City's solid. I think solid. every team in that division is potentially better than them. I think that pretty much covers up our quarterbacks for it. Let's try and burn through this real quick. Who do you quick. have Zeke Elliott? Ezekiel Elliott? I actually have Ezekiel Elliott at 14. Really? Yeah. I have I, him at 5. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not putting a rookie... I'm not putting especially a rookie running back even in my in my top 10. There's no way it's happening. I'm not doing it. I don't care how good Dallas's offensive line is until you've I'm he could. He could go up and be the number 1 guy definitely. Definitely could happen. However, I think it's very unlikely and I think 
anyone that's taken him that high or like taken him in the top 10 of first round, even the top two rounds is fuck is asking for a lot of trouble. That's putting that's putting all your eggs in a rookie's basket. You just never do it. You don't do it. In, in LOE, I would probably I'm I'm leaning towards taking a quarterback first. And it's, so so Ezekiel Elliott falls out of the first round and in the second round I feel like he's a you take him because Todd Gurley, Adrian Peterson, Doug Martin, those guys are all first round guys. And Lamar Miller is probably even in that conversation too. So who I have ahead of Ezekiel Elliott. So just to go off, to go off, and these are people that we know and know can play, Elliott or Martin, Doug Martin. Yeah, Doug Martin. Uh, Doug Martin. I have Doug Martin right. rated a three. All right, Rawls or Elliott. I don't believe in Thomas Rawls. I, I think either. Thomas. I have Thomas Rawls outside of my top twenty. Well, I think you're crazy. I got him at number six. I got him at number six. I will not own any shares of Thomas Rawls. I did not believe in him last year. Where do you have, where did you put Le'Veon Bell? Le'Veon Bell, 14. Nope, 13. I got him at seven. I don't, I don't trust him. Mark Ingram. Nine. I don't trust him at all. I got him outside. Everyone's got him in the top ten, and I definitely do not. He's, He's my number 11. He's not, like, too far out, don't get me wrong. And I almost feel like I should drop him back. There's people that I like more. Like, I like Forte, Langford. Oh, I have Forte one spot ahead of Mark Ingram. I have Langford 20. You got Langford at 20? Yeah. Well, there's... I I have D'Angelo Williams ranked 18. Because I... Because I don't believe in Bell, I believe in D'Angelo more. I I, I get what you're saying. Bell, I like a lot. I like him. I mean, it depends how you're... How you're drafting your team and stuff, but uh, I think that Bell, Bell be the difference maker. If you need, if you somehow can, Bell has stuck around to the late third round, which I don't think he's gonna in a lot of drafts. But if he's still there in the late third round, uh, early fourth, that's a steal. So, if you're in the third round and Latavius Murray's available and Le'Veon Bell's available. I'm taking Bell as not even close. Really? Yeah. Murray I'm taking Latavius Murray. You're crazy. He wasn't even that good. Latavius Murray He was, a, in, he was actually a letdown In last LOE, year. Latavius Murray averaged more than nine points a game. Yeah, but he had a couple, like, huge games. But he played all games. All of them. Le'Veon Bell played six and averaged four points better a game. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with Bell on that. What about uh, Deion Lewis? Where are you rocking Deion Lewis? Deion Lewis, I don't even have him ranked. Yeah, that's crazy. Number 19. Oh, no, 25. Sorry. I got him at 19, so we're not like super, super far apart, but far apart enough. I've got DeMarco Murray at 19. I got him at 17, so we're pretty close there. What about Gordon? You got Gordon ranked? Melvin Gordon? I have him as the 30th running back. Right behind Danny Woodhead. Ooh, I got him at 18. So you're saying Gordon's not a top 20 running back? No. You got, what about any Cincinnati running backs? I have both Cincinnati running backs at 14 and 15. Well, Right behind Le'Veon Bell. I would actually rather have both the Cincinnati running backs than Le'Veon Bell. You know why? Because both those players are going to play. And you know what? If one of them happens to go down, the other one is going to get a huge workload. Jamal Charles, you think he makes it back? Where you got him? Jamal Charles, I have ranked sixth. I have him eighth. So we're, we're in the same thing. I just, I got Bells and Rawls ahead of them. Miller? Four. Why? Lamar Miller? Lamar Miller. Number four? Because he's never been given a workload. 
Who's gonna Who's gonna run ahead of him? Alfred fucking Blue. That's not that, but I mean, like, I could see like making an argument for a guy in the top twenty. Dude, he never played in Miami. They never trusted him, not once. Yeah. What I don't are know. they What are they doing? I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. I have him inside the top ten just because I felt like Houston historically has had good running teams. Don't get me wrong, that's Foster. We'll really get to see who the better running back is because they switched. They literally switched teams. So you're like, all right, well, you... well, not really because Lamar Miller is younger. Lamar Miller is not recovering from an injury. Forte I've had eight. You have Forte at eight. I'm lower on him than you. Wow. Yeah, I like Forte not that much. I like him enough to put it in there. I don't ever... believe at all in Devontae Freeman. I have him at seventeen. Eddie Lacy at sixteen. Yeah, Lacey did not make my top 20. And Arian Foster at 22. Not after last year. And the only reason I have Arian Damn. Foster at 22 is because I'm worried about the health. I didn't put Foster if, in there either. If Foster was healthy, and I could guarantee as much as I can guarantee that AP or Doug Martin or Lamar Miller is going to run play 16 games, if I thought I could get 16 games of... 10 to 15 carries a game from Arian Foster, I would take Arian Foster over Ezekiel Elliott. Fair enough. I, I That's how good Arian Foster is. Uh, All right, so the next episode will be a WWE exclusive where we talk about the predictions of WWE SummerSlam this Sunday. 